I'm Dallin. And I'm Colby. And, and we're Dalby. You're listening to Walk and Roll, an interabled podcast where we talk about the unique challenges faced by interabled couples. Stay tuned to learn more. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about tough life decisions. All right, so COVID today, we're just going to dive into it. All right. So I'm going to let you go first. Me? <laughs> you. Holes. Like my toughest life decision or just life decisions that have been tough in general? Let's do both. Let's do a couple of good, like, basic ones and then go deep. Okay. Like, go off the deep end. Just as deep as you go. <laughs> okay, well, I'll start off with pets. Okay, pets. Go okay, for it. Okay, how about that? That's a sad story. Oh, okay. Putting a dog down or saving its life. Where's the tissues? <laughs> I don't know. I might need it by then. Okay. So, my sisters had a dog. Mm-hmm. But they worked during the day, so I took care of it during the day. And it got in a fight. Well, this dog had a bleeding condition mm-hmm. um, that basically made it so he never clotted. Well, he got in a fight with another dog and got internal energy and injuries. Like just what would have been a bonk on the head for another dog turned into a big abscess. And so he was bleeding internally. So we took him to the vet and they said that they could save him or they could put him down. So I think making the call to put him out of his misery because... Me and my sister talked about this. We're like, this is one fight. Yeah. Like, and he's eight months old. Like, this is his first fight. Like, and it wasn't even a bad fight from my understanding. I mean, I wasn't there to witness it, so I don't know. Um, but what's it going to look like in the future? Plus, they're like, you know, we could get transfusions. We could save him. But there's no guarantee. And he is suffering. So we made the choice to put him down so I think the lesson behind that was the quantity over life the quantity versus quality of life because we knew that even though he was eight months old if we let him live and he got in another fight um or if through all of this he survived he wasn't gonna have a very fulfilling life because he couldn't do anything yeah. he really wasn't free to be a dog so there you go. Tough life decisions. Started off right off the bat. It's kind of a heavy episode. Dude, it's not a heavy. For the record, this, this episode was Dallin's idea. Well, it's, it's good <laughs> to talk about what, you know, show pain a little bit. And and so what we learned out of those situations, right? And I know. I it, also learned that my younger sister looked young enough to be my daughter. <laughs> because apparently she. Uh, went out to the... I don't remember if it was, they said it to me or said it to her. I think they said it to me um, because when we put him down, I stayed back there with him. I'm like, I'm not going to let him die alone. Like, there's no way. It's not fair to him. He needs somebody by his side who he knows and loves. So I, I did. I held him in my lap, which was hard considering he was like 90 pounds. He was huge. But they told me, your daughter went out to wait in the car. Here's her phone. <laughs> So yeah, Man, this, this is well. This is only like two years ago. I'm that's like, rougher than my the daughter. dog story. Right? <laughs> so and my daughter, my daughter, my daughter is big enough to be my <laughs> my sister. Looks young enough to be my sister. Taylor is young enough to be my daughter. Looks young enough. So that's rough. <laughs> Dang. 
All right. I, I had a turn. I had a turn. What's a... So, now it's your turn. No, I'll tell you, those dog stories, I... I can't, like, I can't watch Marley and Me. I've never seen it. I it's just, just... I try for dogs. Like, my dog Stip can't do it. Just stand. I don't think I've seen that either. What's one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited uh, of Old Yeller. I can't watch well, that either. No, it, was, it makes me think of the episode of Friends Rose. with Phoebe, where her yeah. mom used to end the movie before any of the sad stuff happened. Man. It's bad life's not the same way. <laughs> you just turn off the TV before the bad part happens and go about your business. That was the hardest thing in the world, man. <laughs> what? Just watching dog movies where the red friend grows. I read the book and I tried. I'm, I'm like, this is pathetic. But anyway, no, I, I, I got a dog story too. I, I had a. Um, we're, my, gonna, we're gonna depress our listeners. Well, it's it's still, anyway. <laughs> it's not good. It's still to, it's still to talk about. Okay, okay, okay. So I had a I had a miniature Stauser that I got when I was three. Got it for my birthday, and I. She was my my girl. I mean, she I, she grew up with me. She raised me. You know, she's a puppy, and uh, I had to put her down in high school. It was the hardest day, man. I was a senior, and she was sixteen. And she died of natural causes, but having to make that decision, it was so hard. Yeah. It was so hard. I mean, I brushed that dog's teeth. You know, Your own toothbrush. My own toothbrush. I was like, <laughs> I was like four. But yeah, no, it's hard. But so we give we give a, a a lighter hard one. Now give me give me a deep one. Deep. That wasn't really a lighter one. No, it wasn't lighter. I mean, I remember blue. Like mm-hmm. I we started. That was right at when we started dating, right? Yeah, like yeah. I think we'd been we didn't even officially a couple yet when we had to do that. That was just, yeah, that was so according, sad. According to that movie, Failure to Launch, that that was one of the lists of... Oh, oh. ...go through a hard time. Remember that Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah, but wouldn't it be me doing that to you? I mean, we still are living at your parents' house, so... Wow. What? You brought it up, not me. Talking about them making them depressed. (laughs) It made me depressed. (laughs) I'll sad and for now. Alright. So, maybe I'll just do a lighter, lighter. Lighter, lighter? But you gotta go deep at some point. I don't know if I have any hard yeah, light That's what he said. Anyway. Come on, man. You gotta do one. Um, I don't know. I haven't had to make any hard, hard ones. Okay, give me a lighter one. Okay, what to do when I graduated high school? That's everyone. I still don't know. That's hard, man. Just... I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I think there's a lot of pressure. There is. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure, and it's like... Well, and it's like, when I was when I was in high school, I remember my freshman year, we had to do a project on what we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. At that point, I wanted to be a um, nurse. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to be a pediatric nurse. And so, part of that was we had to schedule a job shadow. So, I went and did a job shadow... With my sister through her work and everything, fill out all the paperwork to do it, and decided that wasn't for me. <laughs> so then I thought I wanted to be a vet. Like this was all within like the four years I was in high school. <laughs> I wanted I thought I wanted to be a vet, so I took pre vet classes in high school. 
again, we had to do a job shadow. And I went and saw it firsthand. I was like, yeah, this isn't what I want to do either. Nope. So again, that was the third thing I wanted to be. And then the fourth thing is I wanted to be a teacher. Hmm. I wanted to be a high school ag or culture teacher. FFA. <laughs> but then things didn't work out for that either. Hmm. So my degree that I ended up getting was a bachelor's in ministry leadership. Well, that's so, a good degree. Yeah, I mean, it's a degree, which, I mean, in itself is an accomplishment, but... <laughs> yeah. But, so I think that's probably a hard life decision that, most, like you said, most people face. And I think there's a lot of pressure when you're in high school. Because, I mean, you're like 15, 16, 17 years old. I mean, and there are some people at that age who know what they want to do. Well, yeah, and I, I get that, but it's like, not everybody does. And, mm-hmm. and, and I honestly believe that college... It's not a have-to for everyone. No. Like, I've got one... I have a nephew in college, and one that had... went into an uh, electrician apprentice... Mm-hmm. apprenticeship. Yeah. And they're both happy as to be. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's it's just... Well, I remember it was even part of my senior project to figure out what I wanted to do when I graduated. I'm like, that's not really fair. Yeah. Like, because... What I want, obviously, obviously, I'm none of the things I wanted to be back then. Yeah. Um. Now, ten mm-hmm. years later, eleven years later, Just, and like I look back and I'm like, if I would have went down like really any of those paths, I don't think I'd be happy or the person I am today. Because I think I think it's, I think it's unfair because they're asking you basically to make a life decision mm-hmm. at seventeen years old. Yeah. Like it, it's almost like going to war, right? Yeah. You know, enlisting at 18 and, you know, that's a life decision. I mean, I thought about enlisting, but, yeah. So what about you? What's, what's I don't a think life I could, decision for you? I don't think I have to pass the mental test. The mental test? That's what you're worried about? Yeah. Get on your might. I got the... <laughs> I'm not signing up for the Australian Corps. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, come on, what was that? I don't know. I don't know. Ah, right, they're crocodile dundee. Alright. Who? Oh, Jesus. Kidding, kidding. You don't know who. Never mind. Okay, anyway, so what's a hard life decision you've had to make? Uh, well, uh, I got one. Um, probably the hardest one I ever had to do. I've had to make a lot of hard life decisions. Yeah. Uh, you know, put my dog down, uh, dating you. Uh, that was not a hard decision. You were, like, begging me to be your girlfriend. Begging you? I think it was mutual begging. You were you were asking me to be your boyfriend, too, so. Actually, no, I said I'm going to let you do the asking. Okay, for the record, that's not true. No, it is true. No, well, anyway. Anyway, go ahead. Continue on. Anyway. Um... When I was, when I was seven, I, I was, I was actually born, of course, with polymyositis muscle dystrophy, and I have a, a I'm missing a gene that breaks down fatty acids, which is incredibly important for survival. Yet I have medication that substitute for that gene. But the third thing that I was born with. Uh, or, yeah, with, is a condition called stoliosis. And what that is is the curvature 
of the spine. So I, my spine is curved, yet it's also twisted. So I'm trying to bend out of shape. And it's a, it's a gradual yet degenerative disease. It, it just it gets worse. It gets more curved and more twisted over time. And I was about I was about seven or eight years old. Maybe I was ten. And we wanted to 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 try to you know brace me to where it doesn't get worse. Touch it before it got any worse. And they they didn't have a brace. That that I went to all sorts of specialists, and they said there's nothing we could do except put titanium rods in your back, and they said we'd have to literally break your back, fuse it to these two rods to make your back straight or to to make you straight, and they said however you would have a sixty forty percent chance of living uh, since the, that you would uh, not come out and, and 40 that you would maybe it's all the way around I said but we can guarantee you that there is a hundred percent chance that if you did survive you would have pneumonia or you'd come out of surgery with pneumonia and that was hard. It was hard to hear. And I remember... Well, because pneumonia for you is a big thing. Yeah, pneumonia is huge. Well, because of the lack of muscle tone. Yeah. You can't... It's not like when a normal person gets a cough or mm-hmm. something along those lines. You can't... You don't have the muscle strength to mm-hmm. cough and clear your throat. So for you... I mean, pneumonia is bad to begin with. But for you, the complications are even worse. Yes, thank you for clearing that up. Or letting our listeners know. Um, but yeah, I remember the car ride home. It was super quiet between me and dad. And I remember sitting at the table that night with our... Because the doctors gave us a, um, uh, you know, our notes or whatever. The, the results or whatever. And uh, dad said, you know... He said, I know I'm, I'm your dad. He said, I I have a lot of say in this. He said, but this is ultimately up to you. You're, you're the one that is going to have to live with that the rest of your life. He said, so I looked at it like this. He said, you got two options. He said, just, just like you said earlier, quantity over quality. He said, if we got the rods, you would be a lot straighter. He said, but... You probably would be in pain most of the time. Mm-hmm. He said we would try to give you as much medication as possible to contain the pain. He said, but it would be, it'd be, it'd be hard. And he said, and forty sixty, you know, chance. He said that's not very good odds. He said, but you might live longer. He said, or, he said, we just let nature take its course, try to brace you as much as we can. He said, oh, but you might not live as long. 
It said so. It's quantity of life versus quality. Quantity, you live longer with rods. Quality, we don't get the rods. You might die earlier, who knows? He said, it's up to you. And at seven years old, I made the choice to go with quality. I didn't get the rods. But I'm kind of glad I didn't because even though I might not live to be 100 years old or whatever, it's okay. Because I know I'd live a, a great life. Mm-hmm. And it, I, you know, I'm in pain, but I, God, I want, I'm not as in much pain as I probably would have been. Because yeah. I've known people who've had that rod surgery and they're in pain all the time. Yeah. Well, and that your scoliosis, probably even the severity of it, is, is not helped by the lack of muscle tone. Yeah. Because where a normal person could even do physical therapy to help straighten that, you can't do most of that stuff because of the muscles. And so yours is an extreme case of it. So, like, we get a lot of questions even on TikTok about why you don't sit up straight. Like, people, like get almost rude about it in the comments you should sit him up straighter that's gonna hurt him blah 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 well the thing is is that a lot of people don't understand that he can't like when they see him he is sitting up as straight as he can be yeah because the way that his back is curved it's it's almost like he shaped like a uh what are they science called the greater than or less than science (laughs) you know what i'm talking about yeah it's like that's really kind of your shape is that your head and your feet are aligned where your hips and butt are out to the side yeah. because because it's so severe. Um, but I mean, like you said, quantity versus quality. Like, no one's guaranteed any amount of life. And so it is that choice. And I think that's one of the choices we all face yeah. a lot of the time is what, is what do I want my quantity of life to look like? Even like we were talking about choosing your career. That goes to the quantity of life. Yeah. I mean, the quality of life, excuse me. Like, what do I want my quality of life to look like? Do I want to be making a million dollars and be miserable? Or do I want to be making maybe thousands of dollars and be happy? Yeah, and, and you know, surprisingly, um, scoliosis I found was, and I didn't know this till I was older, a lot older, but it's hereditary. My sister had it too. Mm-hmm. And she her, hers was not as severe, but she had to basically, you know, deal with them when she's younger with a back brace for a while. Mm-hmm. And and it, 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 I, it was amazing because I, I, mean, I didn't know that, so I guess we... I remember in school, in elementary school, we had, like, scoliosis tests. Mm-hmm. They had us bend over and, like, touch our toes, and they'd look at our spine, see mm-hmm. if our spine was alive. Like, and I always thought it was going to be a bigger problem in my life <laughs> than it was. But, yeah. I mean, obviously it's a bigger problem for you. Yeah. But. But, you know, going, going back to the the uh, the career choice, I remember when I was in high school, you know, we started going to all these different career fairs. Mm-hmm. We had the career yeah, fair at school. And, too. you know, I did the SAT and the ACT. And I, I scored pretty good. I, I scored a 24, which is, you know, it's. It's okay. It's pretty good. It's above average. 
and they started asking me, you know, what do you want to do with college, and what do you want to do, and I was like, man, I don't know, I don't know what I can do, you know, because I, I, I knew it was totally else since I couldn't set up for a nine to five job, like, yeah. more people, so I, you know, after a while, they're kind of sore, and uh, I felt the pressure, too, like, in that, because, you know, it's like, it was almost, like, demanded. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? you got to figure it out now. Yeah. So, and I don't have a 9-to-5 job. Well, and the crazy thing is my interests then are totally different than my interests now. <laughs> yeah, and that's true, too. That That's, there, there's a big difference. And I think, I think what people, what, what schools don't understand is a decision like that comes with maturity. Mm-hmm. Does it guarantee most people and, you know, our age are not doing what they said they wanted to do. Said they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Because it comes through life experiences. Well, that's kind of like when you ask a kindergartner, what do you want to be a grow up? A yeah. yeah, and then they end up working in a, you know, a, a corporation or... Become a lawyer. Yeah, or... something like that. You know, it, it, it changes. I think people evolve mm-hmm. over time, so... Yeah, it's some good life, life lessons, and like we said, it comes through some tough times. But I think the point of today's episode was, are you going to choose quantity or quality? Yeah. That's what it comes down to about our life and our life choices. Amen. And now, let's roll out. On today's rollout, here's a little food for thought. When you're going through a tough time, it might be dark, but don't worry because something out of this is going to help you grow. And when you come out on the other side, you're going to be smarter and more experienced. So just hang in there. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time. Toodles! Toodles.